you realize actually na the whole thing is a partnership. It's not about you. It's about the patient. Parang your partners in para sa health nila. And even as engineers, di ba, we realize na it's a partnership between the engineer and the end user. Eh. We, 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 we get so obsessed with Iron Man and Marvel na yung engineers yung bida. Pero at the end of the day, it's actually the ordinary people. Eh. And we're using engineering, medicine to, to help make lives better. Hi everybody, I'm Rox De Leon and this is episode 13 of A Curious Character. This episode is a conversation with Miguel Aljibe. Migs and I chat about his journey coming from mechanical engineering at UP Diliman to pursuing medicine at UP Manila. I really like this conversation with Migs because of the unique perspective that he has being at the intersection of engineering and medicine. Without further ado, let's get started with this episode. Ayan, so hi Miguel. Uh, as I mentioned, no, I, I I'm very interested about your your story of how you got into medicine after taking up engineering. So I was wondering if you could tell me a bit about mm-hmm. why you studied engineering in the first place as an undergrad and was med school really uh, part of the plan from from the very beginning. So feel free to elaborate for how no matter how long the story yeah, is. Right, yeah. All right, okay. Thank you, Rox. Um, well, sa family naman, we're just we're three siblings. Um, I never planned to be the doctor. It was always yung second. There's the second child, my sister, my younger sister, that was planning to become a doctor. So ako, um, ever since bata ko, I've always been the science duns between sa tatlong siblings have been the science geek. So it was natural for me and my parents to. To, to, choose, to decide that engineering would be the best fit for me. So um, among the engineering fields, I chose me- mechanical engineering because I, I don't want to go back to electronics. In, <laughs> in, in high school, we had electronics um, na TLE, na livelihood subject, and uh, it was full of bad memories of burned hands, exploding Talaga. parts. Where, where did you go for high school? I don't have the grace. Uh, Lourdes School, Mandaluyong. Okay. We, ha- we had uh, no, eh. we had a uh, subject there, second year, um, electronics, TLE. Tapos, I, 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 it was just one semester of frustration. So I told myself, I don't have the grace, the, the grace to, become, to, to be involved in electrical engineering. So I was thinking maybe make ang everything there is at least in the centimeters yung sizes. So that's why I chose mechanical engineering. But I, ne- I never really thought of myself going into medicine. Um, I-, I was part of the generation actually na napanood ang first Iron Man movie, the first Avengers movie. And we were, and I was part of the generation na it would be fun to become a mechanical engineer like Tony Stark. So what eventually happened was um, I tried joining some of the laboratories in our department. I was interested in robotics, but I really hindi nag-click, eh. hindi nag-pan out yung mga, yung mga applications at stints ko sa mga laboratories namin. Tapos na nakita kong parang, I'm not sure, adver- announcement, advertisement na nag-open ng biomechanics uh, elective. I was the only, parang at that time, yung professor level sa faculty ng Mekeng. 
he had the biomechanics um, PhD from Columbia University. So um, the, the the course piqued my interest. So kinuha ko. I was actually thinking, ah, bahagawa kami ng robot dolphins kasi. I don't know why dolphins yung unang naisip. Pero yun yung naisip ko. Maybe we'll build something cool animal-like robot. Hindi siya naging ganon. It was actually very focused on clinical. Um, talagang pinush niya kami to look into problems in the in medicine and in the clinics and come up with solutions for them. Uh, I enjoyed that so much na the next year, nagka-elective ulit. Yung parang phase two of that elective. Kinuha ko yun. Ooh. Tapos to the point na pagdating nung final year ko, wala kaming thesis sa making eh. We have an undergraduate research project, ME155. Hinanap ko siya. Kung nag-o-offer siyang ME155, wala. So I texted him and he was kind enough to open an ME155 wow. para magkaroong biomechanics team na, na undergraduate research project. So we were, hindi lang naman ako, may six, six kaming sumali doon. So, actually, nagikami, I mean, Sir Dr. Public was really instrumental in this decision to go into medicine. Because after that, when I graduated, we were already talking about getting an MS for me. Parang he, was, he was advising me on career options. And there was one time, parang I just joked to him, na, ganda din sana if I became a doctor. <laughs> it was just a joke. <laughs> but he, he took it seriously. And I remember when he called me once. Parang na-plan siya na yung DOST scholarship ko for my MS. And in-approve na ako ng panel, etc. Um, I was gonna pursue something, research on rib, ano mga rib uh, devices for rib surgery. He called me, tapos sinabi niya, unahin mo na yung medicine. I was, I was medyo na-shock ako dun it. Medyo na-disappoint ng onte. Kasi walang stipends. Uh, Sabi niya kasi, he was he was talking with other doctors and the the the, the yung yung hirap ng ng med school actually is best left if you're slightly younger hindi it's not for someone na kaya pa naman may mga nakita na ako na kagbabert maybe sabi nila it's best if unahin mo yung yung medical school and ang sinasabi sa akin ni doctor kuli a fine line between the clinicians and the engineers. I mean, we close on collaboration, but there's always, um, may, may territory palagi yung bawat isa at the end of the day. And he was saying, maybe it would be, let's find out if it would be nice if the engineer making the decisions with the design can draw on some sort of clinical experience. So it's like a big experiment. It's, it's like a big experiment. <laughs> Like, will you develop that clinical standpoint having that engineering yes. foundation? Yes. I didn't realize yun. It was only after when I graduated from med school, mas naintindihan ko yung what he meant. Okay. So, timeline-wise, when was this? Like, right out of undergrad, you went to med school? Yes. Parang... Um, how pag-graduate ko, I've started the application process for... Uh, medicine. Ah, okay. So, did you do like a one-year gap year to take the NMAT? Or how did it work? Um, sabi ko, I, I, I entered college slightly older than my peers. So, parang nagmamadali din ako. So, I took the uh, earliest NMAT that I could get. So, that was when I was do, gumagawa ng undergraduate research project. May dead, 
may incomplete pa ako sa triple E4 na project. <laughs> That's when I took the end, man. Like, um, it was a very hard test, uh, except for the math and physics part. Everything else, I had no idea what I was answering. How was Pero, that? I, I'm super uh, curious about that NMAT because so typically, diba, um, when people from other background, say psychology or yung, yung nasa mm-hmm. science, health sciences, mag, marami silang friends. I mean, magkakasama sila taking it or somehow meron kang karamay. But parang on your case, parang ikaw lang yung engineer. So yeah. how was that? <laughs> how did you take that um, situation? Mm-hmm. How did you manage that? Parang, did you join like an org sa UP na pre-med or uh, something? No, no, no. Parang this decision to go into medicine was a last year decision. Parang fifth year na ako, graduating na ako. That's when I made that decision. Tapos, parang I just took the end, man. Parang inisip ko, at least the first try, baka that's the exploratory phase. That's the second try ko sa NMAT. That's when I'll get a good grade. Kasi ang process is, your NMAT score will determine which med schools you can go into. Okay. Um, UP College of Medicine has one of the highest cutoffs. Parang you have to have an NMAT of 90. Para lang, i-consider ka nila. If you don't have an NMAT of 90, they, 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 you, they won't consider you at all. What's that score? 90? Is it 90% or 90th percentile? Or... Absolute value. The 90%. Parang, I think, if, from what I understand, it's a percentile. Eh. Percentile wow. score. Siya, eh. so, 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 actually, major naging shock for me when I checked the email. Tapos, I got a score of 92. Wow. <laughs> I was actually expecting 70. Um, my, I, I didn't believe the score. I think it was maybe fate or luck. Kaya ko lang nakuha yan. All my other classmates in in med school, ang, ang, ang common grade for UP students in the College of Medicine is 99 plus or 98. But then your background um, is in en- your background is in engineering, kasi I won't go. <laughs> or I, I how did that, that how did that parang play for or against your taking the NMAT? Well, in terms of taking the NMAT, yes, in the matalagang marami kang hindi na handicaps in biology pero parang nakakabawi ka in physics and uh, and uh, math and yung great thing kasi about and math is that it ranks everyone so parang expected na don everyone there taking the and math is good in biology pero onti lang will be good in physics and math I don't know Interesting. I remember I had one uh, this conversation with a faculty na MD PhD program. Parang he I don't know which student that is and if that student ended ended up going into UPCM. But he mentioned na there was a time that they were interviewing a student with engineering background. He was saying na it's very good to have those students down with engineering. And then parang he asked they asked why do you want to do medicine? So parang Essentially, nagkakwento lang siya na parang iba-iba yung, yung point lang is iba-iba yung reasons ng mga tao to go to med school. Mm-hmm. Yung na-interview niya na to, he wanted, he or she, I don't know if it's a he or she, wanted to go to medicine. 
kasi daw he wants a challenge. Well, I just remembered because I don't think there are a lot of people from Eng that are being interviewed for med school and for UP Med. It's just amazing. So, parang wow. Yeah, when I just learned about him, like, wow, that's so impressive going to med school and going to UP med school. Like, I know a lot of people from CSSP or other colleges na outstanding yung grades, but still, you know, didn't get in. So, very impressive. Mm-hmm. So, it's, when you... Oh, when yeah. you I, I think it's a blessing. Yeah, when you finally get into UP or UP Med or getting into the Med UP Med, um, did you have to decide between UP and another med school out there? Parang hindi. Um, I made a decision. I parang in my mind, UP was the only one who's going to tolerate <laughs> uh, an engineer or non-med talaga background in its roster. So, sabi ko, either I get into UP or maybe if I don't get into UP, then maybe med is not for me talaga. So, kaya medyo shocked ako dun sa NMAT score ko. Sa interview results ko, okay. So, parang what was your um backup plan just in case you didn't get into med school was it the ms program yes either it was the ms or going into industry Ooh. um do you mind sharing what ms program it is and which school uh also sa up um ah, okay. under msme mechanical engineering because may mag may projects or research na kaming ginawa na parang gusto ko pa ituloy sa MS. So, finally, when you got into um, UP Med, how was your parang life there? How did you adjust from engineering to medicine, ACADS-wise and socialization-wise? You know, or engineers are very different <laughs> from from people with, you know, social sciences yes. background. Uh, I mean... Coming from Diliman, di ba? the biggest college in UP Diliman, medyo may ano tayo eh, like um, superiority complex. Yes, we're engineering. Um, I thought na ano eh, maybe with discipline, um, control ko lang Facebook time ko, I will survive med school. It, med school was a different piece talaga and it was a really big adjustment. Kahit lang sa the way you answer and the way you learn, the it's very different. Because diba, in engineering, um, we try to not memorize. Diba? It's all about understanding first principles and then you just derive. Diba? Parang angas ka pag sa test, wala kang código. You just derive it from one or two equations and everything. In medicine, it's the complete opposite. Um, you have to know so many things. At first, talaga hindi ko siya naiintindihan. It was just at some point parang rote memorization. Eh, right? The body, ha- the body has these 12 kinds of nerves. There are the, this N number of bones. You have to memorize it all. Just, just plain memorization. So, sobrang hard. It was really a struggle. Eh. And um, medyo na, natakot din ako for myself kasi I was looking at this test course sa mga blockmates ko, batchmates ko. I was like, okay, falling behind. Pero ang maganda kasi sa UP is 
typical Egypt medicine, they really focus on each student. Parang they don't want anyone failing. Eh. So, um, yeah, it took a lot of removals. Pero eventually, unti-unti kung nagets na how how you should study. Kasi parang when we went into PGH, when we became um, clerks and interns, so we were handling patients na, dun, dun ko mas na-appreciate eh. Because yung number one lesson parang I think na tinuturo ng college sa amin is uh, how to sift through a lot of information and find out what's important. Kasi when you look at the patient, when you physically examine the patient, ang daming noise eh. Yung patient mismo magkikwento siya kung ano nung vices niya. Is it important? Is it important sa diagnosis mo? Ang dami palaging mga red herrings eh. That you think, uh, oh, is, could this be cancer? Could this be TB? Best. You, you have to eliminate it. Detective work talaga. Yeah. Could you um, talk a bit about the med school curriculum? Just so, because I don't have an idea parang ano ba yung with nangyari sa four yeah, okay. years of med school. Um, usually, ang, ang basic setup is basic um, parang three to four years of two, uh, medical school plus one year of internship. Tapos, usually, ang setup niyan is the first year you study what's normal, the second year you study what's uh, abnormal, so diseases na yon. Sa third year, medyo meron ng integration with the clinics. Sa fourth year, mas pinapapasok na kayo, pinapahawak na kayo ng patient. And then sa fifth year, intern na kayo, um, ano na talaga, full on on-the-job training. Ang difference ng UP from other medical schools is yung tanatag nilang OSI, yung Organ System Integration. Basically, instead of dividing the lessons into you have an anatomy subject, you have a physiology subject, ba anatomy, you just studied you study the body parts, the names of those parts. Sa UP, medyo ginumble-jumble niya at minik. So you study it in terms of systems of organs. So parang, for example, two entire weeks, you're just gonna study everything that's in the head. Tapos, uh, sabay-sabay na yung lectures on the head's anatomy, on the head's physiology, on the medicines that you can give. Sabay-sabay na yun. So, um... From a traditional perspective, actually, medyo siya. Kasi, and lalo na kung wala kang medical background or biology background, medyo shocking siya eh. Kasi ano na eh, uh, tight integrated na lahat, mas lateral thinking na yung pinagpupul sa'yo, yung, pina, yung hinihingi sa'yo. Pero once we got, became interns and clerks, doon na namin na-realize yung, yung value ng gantong type of education. Kasi when you see a patient, when you take on a case, hindi siya delineated eh. It's not gonna, the patient's not gonna tell you na, my problem is purely anatomical na. No, no, it's going to be mixed. Hindi nga din magsasabi yung patient na, my problem is purely in the GI tract, in the stomach. More often than not, one organ isn't affecting another organ and you have to treat them both. Parang there are really so many things happening parang in the background other than what the the parang aside from what the patients are telling you know compared to engineering i don't know parang if you could talk about your 
key takeaways about the different parang what you learned ano yung na-open yung eyes mo about after having this ang perspective and then medicine parang how did your way way of approaching problems change I, i'm sure you know what i'm talking about like as engineers we tend to think of solution right away well, ah this would be cool to do this technology and such and such and then you develop that make a prototype and then when you go to the intended users as sinabi mo when you were doing the um proposal apparently that's not what they need <laughs> so <laughs> diba can you talk yeah. about that we we anyway may may you, we have engineers have the vice of ano diba of being obsessed sometimes with the specifications and the yeah features na if we're, we're gonna aerial pero parang sa PGH uh, UP medicine taught me na ano eh um, at the end of the day kasi it's the end users ang ang bida even as a doctor kahit anong bigay mong rationalization no matter how smart yung pagdiagnosis mo at sobrang radical at novel example cool ng treatment plan mo at the end of the day yung patient yung magsasabing like do I want this? So, parang what 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 uses? And dami mong ineffort intellectually, kasi hindi din maiintindihan, hindi din tatanggapin ng pasyente. So it becomes you you realize actually na the whole thing is a partnership. It's not about you. It's about the patient. Parang your partners in para sa health nila. And even as engineers, di ba? We realize na it's a partnership between the engineer and the end user, eh? di ba? It's We, we 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 get so obsessed with Iron Man and Marvel na yung engineers yung bida. Pero at the end of the day, it's actually the ordinary people. Eh. And we're using engineering, medicine to, to help make lives better. Yeah, I love that. Love that. What you said about Don. Kasi I feel like, you know, when, when, when I went back to engineering, so when I was working at UP Manila, um, it's a different environment. Um, Conversations, what conversation wise, like talking to faculty with clinical background, parang the faculty really understands what the problem is, and I always have great conversation. Not that I'm not having those conversations in engineering. What I'm saying is, when I went back to Eng, I real, parang it it becomes more difficult to talk to these people again because you're used to this kind of parang language. You have different wavelengths already, and then it's just. Mm-hmm. It's just ano interesting to observe when you observe those differences in culture when even when I started because I'm very vocal about um biomed and I think my students or people in engineering kind of see that already that other students would approach me ask for insights ganyan. and then sometimes I just ask okay uh, why don't we have a conversation about uh, what you're interested in what he's what do you want to work for on for your thesis and such And what I notice is, um, engineers still tend to think more about the solution right away and how high tech your yes. solution is, and less about yeah. the impact of this technology. So, how did you get involved with UPC Ball? UPC Ball, actually, actually, I have another mentor to thank for that. Eh, because um, in med school. Um, all 160 students were divided into parang small blocks tapos they pair us with a consultant professor dalawa na para magiging 
parents mo for your entire journey in med school. So we were paired with um, Dr. Hazel Reyes. She's a rheumatologist. And kinuha na din niya yung husband niya maging ano niya, co-mentor namin, si Dr. J.P. Reyes, a neurologist. So they've been very hands-on actually. Sila yung our second parents inside med school. Tapos she knows about my background. Tapos eventually na-discuss namin yung predicament ko na what will happen to me after I graduate. I was thinking actually going into orthopedics na residency. Pero I've always been, um, although I enjoy, I enjoy ortho, I enjoy the surgery, I enjoy the chance to saw off a leg. Parang may nagnanag pa rin sa akin ano eh, like I still want to do some design engineering work. So um, it was Ma'am Hazel actually who linked me up with the Siebel program because she, she eventually found out that the college was developing this unit and um, parang perfect timing lang. Nung, nung COVID at nagkakarong the college, Siebel was parang the main program of Siebel was put on hold. Tapos nireorient yung whole unit to tackle COVID. Eh. So that's how I got in parang sinama nila ako sa isang team and eventually parang tuloy-tuloy na we're still uh, the project we started with Cibol last June tinatapos na namin ngayon tapos they've already invited me to stay on and and help uh, the organization for me actually it's it's been a great honor actually is it the PAPR project of Dr. Sam The one you're working yes, on. Yes, the other yes. The okay. uh, respirator project. Wow. Yeah, I think Cibol is very promising. When when I I also learned about it um, because of the pandemic. And I feel like that's, it's one of the greatest things that happened in my 2020. You know, getting to know all these doctors and they're so down to earth. And, you know, you just know that they're so willing to help you. And, Parang work hand in hand with engineering and yeah it's it's a great opportunity and when you think of and you mentioned earlier how you you were interested in you mentioned how you were interested in orthopedics naalala ko lang na since your background is in engineering there are so many opportunities on doing more research in biomechanics because i i remember um So I, I was applying for PhD programs this cycle. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get in, but I was fortunate enough to get interview invites from some of the best BioE program. So I, I interviewed at Stanford, but I got I ended up getting rejected after that. Pero um, one lab that I interviewed for was a biomechanics lab. And it's just interesting how many of the PhD students there have Um, ME background, they work on basic science research, but also in translational research part. And, you know, that just helped me, made me um, reflect a little bit on what we can do sa Philippines, research-wise and yeah. um, prototyping-wise, yung ando ka na sa level na closer to um, utilization. Ang, ang daming pwede itulong ng mechanical engineers ng ng mga UP and other universities to help yung ating mga orthopedic surgeons sa kanilang work for para sa kanilang mga patients actually uh, ortho is actually para taunted in PGH as the carpenters of medicine eh kasi yeah. doktor dala dala nila mga martilyo 
That's so. So, parang it, it, it spoke to me kasi parang, oh, that's what they also do in Mekeng. They also carry hammers around. Yeah. Seems like it fits you. Going to Ortho. So, yes, pero, um, I really want to do design work. Eh. So, so, does that mean that you're not gonna... This is a good right, right. So, does that mean you're not gonna pursue residency right away? Tama ba? Af- right after you graduate, you go to residency? Hindi, hindi na ako muna nag-apply. I'm actually still thinking about it. Um, although, I'm very sure ako is I wanna go back I wanna go back to clinical practice actually. Um, to parang divide my time between civil and clinical practice. Right now, kasi mas research kinagawa ko. I just miss the interacting with patients. Wow, that's that's like a best of both worlds, having to do engineering stuff, tapos clinical stuff. This this might sound like a rhetorical question or parang very vague question, but how does it feel to be to be an engineer and the medical doctor. Hmm. it doesn't. It, it doesn't feel anything. Parang different for me. Eh. Kasi parang. Um. Uh, parang I've learned to appreciate and internalize yung both worlds, and I've learned to switch between the two worlds. Kasi it's sa sibol lang actually nagago ako yung integration eh. But there will there are a lot of times in which I'm just jumping between the two and parang I enjoy it naman. So something that I always ask people that I invite to have a chat to have a Zoom chat is with me is, um, what's your advice for engineers or for yeah for engineers who are considering a similar track and would like to get into medicine? Three pieces of advice. The advice. Okay, I think the most important is, parang yung sinasabi din sa amin. Now you have to know your why, because at some point in med school, the work will kill you. I mean, um, at some point you have to go on duty sa hospital for 24 hours straight. Because after that, you still have to take an exam. So parang wala ka talagang tulog at all. 48 hours, 24 hours. So you have to know your why. Why are you doing this? Hindi lang to actually for engineers, but for everyone taking medicine. Because you need it to survive the grueling hours in the hospital. You need it to persevere. So you have to, when you go into med school, when you apply for medicine, you have to have a why. Yung why sa akin is, um, yung, yung, I wanted to find out yung clinical, yung integration ng clinical at ng engineering eh. So that 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 was enough actually to keep me going. Kaya gan kagulo yung work sa hospital. Second advice is um, you can ano prepare um, pero don't overdo it. Ako ay try taking up bio classes in Diliman. Parang I had five units. Nakaswerte ako na ako ng bio eleven. It didn't help. Parang in hindsight, it didn't help much when I was already there. Kasi it was a totally new field. It was ibang level talaga yung uh, hinihingi ng concentration, um, sacrifice sa pag-aral ng medicine. Pero it's still good to prepare. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe if you have to take up a subject na sa undergrad, 
maybe mas useful anatomy. Parang in hindsight, baka mas maganda one sem, two semesters of anatomy. That will really help you. Kasi is among the medical ano eh, anatomy yung talagang fisho kasi may logic eh. May understanding pa. So parang pag-eng din yun eh. Parang pero anatomy it's just memorization. If you're if you're taking up anatomy, Tapos, what? Sorry, I just had to ask because I don't know if there's an anatomy course in Diliman. Is there an anatomy course in Diliman, and where should, where can you take it? Meron, wala. Meron. Sure. Parang dati meron ng time ko, <laughs> pero I'm not sure. So, pero I, I realize kasi among the different theoretical fields ng medicine, anatomy is one of the hardest for the engineer to get into. So I think useful siya. Tapos third, um, I think, ano lang, enjoy the journey. Kasi medicine is a roller coaster ride. Dadating yung araw na you you think you know what you're doing, you're, you have a lot of success then. Bam, failure can still hit you, you can still lose patience, I've lost patience as well. Um, you have to cry, you have to accept it, and then you just have to move on. Parang you 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 internalize it, you learn from it, and then you move on. That's that's actually one of the things na na pansin kung very different from medicine. How it feels so much that you're responsible for someone's life. Kasi sa eng, alam natin yun at least in a theoretical level. Eh. Kasi we are board certified. We know that if our designs mess up, people can get hurt. Pero iba yung sa medicine na. You can see it with your own eyes. That's true. That's that's very true. Because if you're a clean, if you're a medical doctor, you really see everything that's happening. Parang you're very grounded. I think that's the term. You're you're very grounded. Whereas if you're an engineer, yeah, what you said is true also about engineers being on the theoretical side. And it's very important to know everything, how to solve problems and such. And it's a wonderful parang insight or tip that uh, we should all be looking at. And it goes to show also how important diversity is in a classroom, for instance. Um, just mm-hmm. seeing um, or just be getting exposure to how other people think from a different discipline. Because in the end, that will help us be more innovative if that is the goal. Say, of an, if you're an engineer and your goal is to invent new products, invent new technologies that would mm-hmm. benefit the Filipino. That is it for this chat. If you like this episode or would like to suggest a future topic, let me know by sending me a quick message. I'm always looking for interesting conversations and hope to share more similar stories in the future. My Twitter handle is at rocksalt, that's R-O-X-S-A-L-T. You may also send me an email at rocksalt.acc at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in and see you in the next one.